Pinecone, I need you to record this and send it to me. Hi, my name is Pinecone. I'm here to tell you about our pet pet Patreon. Patreon. It's got lots of cool stuff. Go check it out. That's all I need you to read, Pinecone. Just that little bit in the middle. Okay. Like that, right? Last time on Free Action Cry, the Vembo Squad went to seek out the Red Cap, a so-called urban legend made reality, who allegedly made off with a lot of raw materials from Freyleon. In truth, Redcap actually ended up being Seamus, the Freyleon guard captain, and his friend, a nameless Warforged Mykonid hybrid. And holy shit, no one did anything immensely stupid. <sighs> well, except Pinecone, he did his I'm gonna go talk to God thing without letting his friends know that he could do that. Welcome back to Free Action Cry. Down in the dungeon is all we know, where the shining light we never go into the open. As far as you can see, it wasting there a big bright destiny. Don't you feel like breaking free? Open your eyes, embrace what you see now. Don't you feel like caught in? Alright, so you guys are currently, uh, Vevi is down in the bar of the Salty Dog, and uh, Pinecone and Vargan are going up to speak to Hallison. Uh, who do we wish to deal with first? Probably do the important stuff first. Yes, yeah, so Vevi. Yeah, okay, so Vevi, you are <laughs> sitting down. Uh, you, uh, sorry, let, let's see. So they, they've just gone upstairs, so you've probably been sitting down for about three minutes. So roll me a d20 to see how many L's you've downed already. No, I'm kidding. Oh, I was about to do it. <laughs> you can if you want. Seven. Seven. So you you just walk up. You look over at Steven and just like hold up like probably thinking that you're going to hold up like three fingers. You just hold up seven. No, I'm kidding. You're not that. <laughs> your, your character isn't that dumb. But yeah, you just order seven ales and just start downing them because, you know, there, there was a fight that you guys were in maybe two hours ago. And you probably went up to crack some skulls, but then you found out it was someone you know and you can't exactly crack skulls. So yeah. you're probably a little bit pissed off and want to get drunk. Well, yeah, it's like she has all this energy in order to put it. So she's like, oh, fuck it, I'm going to get drunk. Yep. So that being said, uh, as you sit down, I would like you to roll me a perception check. Perception check, because I'm so good at those. No, I'm not. Can I have a plus zero? Okay. A ten. A ten is enough to notice that the bar, while crowded, is not as rowdy as a bar would normally be. You notice that there seem to be a few sad faces roundabout next to you. Um, and as soon as you have that realization... Uh, you notice that Stephen has also brought you another taller ale and points to a dwarf who is sitting across the bar. He just he looks mm. he looks at you and he goes, uh, so I don't think he knows that you're from out of town. 
but he said, sorry for your loss. If you've had any, you don't have any family in the mines, do you? Uh, no, all my family lives up in the mountains. You know, some of those guys go work in the mines, right? Yes, but none of us are really miners. Well, you don't need to be miners to crush stone. I mean, last I checked, a lot of the Goliaths, they go there for extra work because the dwarves pay out. If I remember, they, they said that they pay out, like, you know, craftsmen, like, cools and weapons and shit. And isn't, like, dwarven craftsmanship, like, a commodity for you guys? I mean, yeah, I guess, but none of my family um, did any of that. All right, all right. Well, either way, he offers you a drink and his condolences. I, like I said, I guess he just doesn't know that you're not from around here. Either way, Stephen, he, he looks to you and goes, I mean... Might be worth talking to him. Maybe, I don't know how long you've been away from your family. Maybe things have changed. Who knows? Uh, either way, enjoy your night. And he goes about to do his thing. Um, Devi just kind of like frowns and um, takes a sip of the ale. And she sighs and she goes to... Which ale? The big one. The big one? Yeah. It's good. Well, she's going to take another sip and then another <laughs> one. And then another one. And then it's gone. <laughs> and then it's gone. And then she's gonna go sit by the dwarf. Thank you for explaining how drinking works. <laughs> <laughs> I was very confused. I just had this glass in my hand. I'm like, what do I do with it? You're welcome. Alright, so you walk over to this dwarf. He is wearing very dirty miner's clothes. He has a, uh, a miner's helmet sitting on the table in front of him. This helmet is beaten battered it looks like the cave like the cave in that Stephen told you about uh like he was probably in it it looks like either that or he just got really dirty getting people out uh but do you sit down in front of him do you just like stand there how do you approach him she just like um unceremoniously plops down next to him okay so he just kind of like looks over at you and he goes are you here for the list? Or did you just like the drink? I can get you another one. The, the list of what? The people that were hurt in the mine? Yeah. She's gonna like hesitantly kind of nod just out of curiosity. Okay. So he passes you over a list. He just basically says, if a name's crossed out, means the dead. If there's an X next to it, means they were injured and we brought them here. Pretty self-explanatory. And you look over this list and you see, you actually do see two names that stick out to you. You see a Mogloth Uganov, okay? And you would remember that when you were growing up, that was the son of the chieftain and both he and his father were fucking douchebags. Yeah, she's going to snort at the name. Yeah, that name, that name has an X next to it. Uh, another name that has an X next to it and has not been crossed out is Ravnos Furlock. You also recognize that name. That is the name of... Yeah. Yeah. You already know what I'm talking about? I do. Okay. Would you like to explain that, or do you want to just wait until we're done with the pinecone uh, Varkin? Um, for now, I think I would say when Vevi sees that name, she she almost like like rips the paper just by her grip, and she looks at the dwarf, and she's just going to say... Where where is this one? Um, I think they made one of the buildings in the warehouse district, uh, kind of like a makeshift uh, med area. Um, it's the big blue one. All right, so Vargan and Pinecone, you 
walk up to Hallison's room and you knock on the door? Or do you just walk in? I knock on the door. You knock on the door? Okay. You just hear, eh, my name. Yeah, I'm going to go in. Okay. I think that's what you said. Yes. <laughs> you you walk in and you just see Hallison. She is sitting on the floor in a meditative, uh, I was going to say stance, but meditative sitting position. She just looks like she's just relaxing at this point. Uh, we found the the guy thing. Oh, uh, you found the stuff? Cool. Where was it? Oh no, we found the people that stole it. We we didn't really find like the material because you didn't open any of the fucking crates. Well, yeah, we went into their like home and we talked to them. I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't about to steal from them. Yeah, even if it was stolen material. Yeah. Okay. No, I I can respect that. All right. He's too good-hearted for that. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. Oh, so, oh, oh, so you found who took it. Yeah, it was, like, this machine man, and, like... Hold on, uh, whoa, whoa. Repeat that, but... So, actually, hold on, Vargan, could you repeat that? <laughs> uh, yes, he said the machine man. Uh-huh. Yeah, like, like, he was, like, mushroom and machine... And then the the gnome that runs the city guard, or like the the captain guy, Seamus. Uh, yeah, 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 Seamus. Huh. He's been helping the machine guy uh, take material because the machine guy needs the material in order to like repair his body. And apparently, there's like a whole bunch of machine peoples. Uh, uh, and they're like mixed with mushrooms or something uh anyway i i asked god if they would help them okay so as you are explaining all of this hallison just looks gobsmacked like you are telling her things that she should not like you know it, it like it looks to her like you're telling her an old fairy tale is true just like no seriously i saw dragons in skyrim like that kind of shit she just like you know looks at you with this gobsmack and just goes i'll be right back yo i have to point out that if anyone in skyrim doesn't believe in dragons they dumb as shit my I mean, dude like, like the opening of the game <laughs> Like, those motherfuckers are just coming. They're like rats. Yeah. But no. So she says, I'll be right back. And you see her cast a spell and just poof, she is gone. Oh, she went to go talk to God, too. <laughs> no, Bargain, what does it look like when I do that? When you do what? When you when talk I, to your God? Yeah, when I, like, disappear. I mean, you 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 disappear? There's not, like, a, a big puff of smoke or anything? I, to be honest, I wasn't really paying that close of attention. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's kind of you just disappear, and and then everyone wonders why you're gone. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I, I get how that would be alarming. Eh, didn't say alarming. It's just concerning for some people. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. As as soon as you all finish this conversation, almost right on cue, uh, poof, Hellison is back again, and she is accompanied by Ongar. Oh, hey, we, we were just going to go talk to you. I should mention, you recognize Algar because of the robe that you've seen before, the almost uh, the deep blue with a glistening golden trim, but you do not see his face. He has his hood completely obscuring his face. Uh, hey, uh, 
a lich guy? Please do not call me that here. Oh, um, what, what, what was your name again? My name is Algar. Please do not address me as a lich here. That oh. might not be good. I think it'll be okay. Could you perchance repeat what you told Hallison? Uh, yeah, I do that. Alright, so you tell him everything that you told Hallison? Yeah. It would appear my theory that the Warforge have been hiding is correct, it seems. And he looks over at Hallison and he goes, You owe me 20 gold. And she just reaches in, she reaches into her robes, just pulls out a little coin purse, and just goes, Here you go, you son of a bitch. So, like, apparently they live in the, in the, the mushroom forest. It would make sense if they have a symbiosis with the Myconids, which is also news. I think I may have seen them as fledglings, but did not know what became of them. I assumed they died out with every others. We've been, like, invited to go to their home and, like, talk to them and try to, like find them, I guess, like, a place in the world so that they don't have to, like, steal to survive because that's where all the material has been going, you know? If they've been hiding for as long as they've been alive, I feel it may be difficult to convince them to rejoin society. But that's, like, no way to live. You cannot force someone to live the way they do not wish to live, much like you cannot force a mountain to change where it resides. I feel like that's possible. Like, magical means and all that. I feel like you could potentially move mountains. With strong magics, yes. And, well, yes, the dwarves can mine out a mountain and reshape it, but these things take time. You say you were invited to speak with them. Yeah, we, uh, we, we get to go talk to them. Uh, I'm not entirely sure about what... I kind of forgot. Vargan, do you remember? The player doesn't, but I'm sure that the character does. Uh, you guys were invited... Um, you know, I forget why you were invited, but I know that I know what the initial plan was. Um, he invited you to speak with the Elder, who would teach you a lot more about the history of the area. Um, mostly because... Uh, they didn't trust Hallison. Unlike Vargan, both the the player and the character, in the sake of Pinecone, have forgotten. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, now you you were invited for I basically a history lesson. Uh, Vargan, do you remember why they invited us over? I believe it was to tell us about their past, probably an understanding situation. Oh. Uh, I think, I think they don't, or at least Seamus, the, the gnome guy, doesn't trust, uh, uh, you, Helson. <laughs> yeah, not surprised. Might have singed him a couple times. Wait, like you lit him on fire, singed him, or like you just shot fire past him, singed him? Uh, bit of column A, bit of column B. Was it, like, a metaphysical, like, you burned him in a deal kind of singed? Okay, add a column C to that. <laughs> Alright, so he doesn't trust you because you're untrustworthy, is what it sounds like. Well, there's an old saying. You can always trust a dishonest man to be dishonest, but you can never trust an honest man because sometimes they might do something stupid. Okay? Me, I'm just dangerous to be around. 
I can safely say I've never heard of uh, that phrase that you said. Um, can you repeat the whole thing, but in elf? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, so, is there something that like you want us to do about it, or? I feel it may be prudent to take them up on their offer. The main reason why we are asking you to do these tasks is the ultimate goal is we need to defeat this legion of undead and figure out what is controlling them and how to defeat them. We do have another task for you in addition to this. Hey, hey can we talk about, like, benefits? Because... You know, rooms at the inn, and and food, and drink, and rations, and food, they all cost money. We're running low on funds now. Yeah, Hallison actually, like, you know, just like, you know, hand to forehead. Just go, oh, shit. Uh, yeah, so I was gonna pay you until you dropped that fucking knowledge bomb on me so yeah one second and she walks over to a chest and she brings out uh, a coin bag and she just like you know Vargan here heads up just hucks it over to Vargan Vargan will catch it uh, she goes yeah that's um well it was going to be uh 250 gold for all of you to split uh it is still 250 gold but since there are two of you no longer in the party. Uh, yeah. You can split it with a larger share. We also have been looking into what happened to those two and what we found we're not happy with so far. Oh, um, speaking of, I, I have this book that you gave, uh, um, uh, um, Alkashwan, and, uh, I don't think we should be Carrying it around. Algar will just haul out his hand and go, that is wise. I'm going to give him like the Necronomicon or something. I believe the Book of Vile Dead. Yeah, I'm going to give him the super cursed book to end all super cursed books. Um, I'm going to ask, did anybody feel the need to even try to open up the book out of curiosity? No, I didn't think so. Given the name of it, that's not something I think Vargan would really mess yeah. with. Like, I didn't think so. I was just curious if anybody would have had any temptations to, and we would have figured that out. We could have done a wee, 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 memory. In episode three, you handed us what is essentially a tactical nuke and said, hey, kids. Well, he was giving it to Akashwin because considering what Akashwin was, he would have been able to read the book with minimal consequences. You guys would have had issues with but yeah, so Algar takes the book and he just like, you know, kind of places it inside of his robes. You assume that his robes are probably lined with pockets. Oh. Any white girl's dream, it has pockets. On the inside. So, uh, what do you need us to do now? To the north, there is ruins. In the ruins, there is a great library. There is an artifact there that I feel might be of great use to us. It is called the Rod of the Dead. This extremely powerful artifact would be beneficial in controlling the undead, and if not curtailing them from attacking cities, maybe even using them to our advantage. Okay. How do we how do we get it? All I know is that it is in the Great Library. In the ruins. Alright. Um 
So we gotta we gotta go talk to the mushroom boys, and then we will go get this um this rod. Where do we where do we bring it to? You can bring it to any of us in the cities that we reside. Okay. Um. Uh. Do you, I don't I don't really have anything else to say. Very well. Vargan. That seems pretty uh, straightforward to me. We go find find the thing, come back. It's in the ruins. I mean, that's that's kind of why we're here. I feel like this is the adventuring part, right? Yes. Yes. The great adventure. Well. At this point, it's already started, but now it gets fun, as the kids like to say. I don't know. I'm 2,000 years old. What the fuck do kids say anymore? I don't... I, I, I don't know. Um, well, it was nice seeing y'all. Uh, we're gonna head out in the morning, I think. Maybe, maybe head out now. It was nice to see you as well. Now, if you'll excuse me, I should go before anybody sees me here. And, and just a... He's gone. In a puff of smoke? Not really a puff of smoke, just like, you know, uh, just, just for funsies, we'll just say, like, a warp of time and space around him, and he's just, like, phases out. So he was beamed up. Yes, yes. Scotty had everything to do with that. Well, uh, Helson, uh, be careful. Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna go back downstairs. Yeah, oh, jeez. Um, you know what? I'm, I'm joining you. I need a fucking drink after that shit. Okay. First rounds on you. Roll persuasion. <laughs> okay. Uh oh man. Uh a fourteen, I rolled an eight. Wait, your persuasion's that fucking Paladin Charisma Caster. Yeah. Right. Okay. You know what? It's not as bad as you all being bards. Roll persuasion. I got a I got a sixty-nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alright. So she just goes, fuck it, yeah. Hope you can keep up. You ever had elven wine? Um, I don't think I've ever had regular wine. You're gonna like it, trust me. Okay. You all head down to the bar. Uh, at this point, Vevi, you... Could you roll me a perception check? And it is up to you if you are distraught enough to have disadvantage on that. Um, I feel like even if she was distraught, that wouldn't really affect her. It, it might even make you, like, more on edge. Well, if anything, I got a five. So. A five. All right. Well, then you don't notice uh, your two friends and your boss coming down the stairs. Hey, boss is like is like <laughs> is like a, a very loose definition of it. I like to work colleague who I might try to fuck. <laughs> you want to go? Oh, yo. Um. Pinecone? <laughs> <laughs> well, now things just got real interesting. Yes, they did. <laughs> Leave oh, that juicy bit of information in. Oh my god. Okay, so we had Vevi and Kakai, then Vevi and Vargan, and now Vevi and Park Pinecone. It was a Parkone. What the fuck? No, it was Helson and Pinecone. Oh, oh, I was like so confused. I was like, um. I think I missed some chapters here. Uh, uh no. Uh, Vevi would break Pinecone. Yeah. He's a big boy. Oh, yeah. Vevi would break most people. I could see it. All right. <laughs> but anyway, that being said, so since you didn't notice them, whatever emotions you are feeling currently, uh, Pinecone and Vargan, you would definitely see that Vevi seems distressed of some sort. What's up with you? Y yeah, did something happen? 
My my friend is hurt. Oh oh no. Um I I she she, she rages. I I can I I can help them. She's I like got... she's like ignoring them and like standing up to skulk off to the blue building. Uh Pinecone's gonna follow. Okay. Vargan? Leave. Uh no, I mean it seems like uh seems like Vevy's pretty uh pretty pissed, so Vargan knows what space is. Okay. Uh, Pinecone does not. I know. He wants to soothe his friend. Okay, so we will we will go with Vevi and Pinecone. But Vargan, I'm assuming you're going to sit and drink with Hallison. Are we getting Vevi Vevi Pinecone moments? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I'm leaving that in. That's fine. I mean, considering the circumstances, it's probably going to be interesting. But uh, Vargan, since you're going to be drinking, roll me a Constitution check. With disadvantage, because Hallison is going to offer you a glass of elven wine. Alrighty, and you said with advantage, right? Disadvantage, because... Disadvantage. Yeah, disadvantage, because elven wine is strong. Did I say advantage before? That's a seven. That's a seven? Oh, you were getting well and truly shit-faced. It is, it is good, but it is strong. You, you learn after a couple, like, you know, half-orc chugs that you would normally do that. This is a drink you sip. Gotcha. Got it. Alrighty, so Pinecone and Vevi, you are walking down the street. Uh, I just, um, I just had the, like, the, the most funny image in my head. You know when, <laughs> you know when you're playing a video game and the NPC walks, like, slightly too fast for you to be walking, but slightly, like, but, like, so you have to, like, sprint to catch up with them, but then you have to stop and wait for them to, like, walk more, and then you have to sprint to catch up with them? Vevi is the NPC. Yeah, Ve- Vevi is the NPC walking faster than your walking speed, but slower than your running speed. Like, you you are having trouble keeping pace with her because she is walking with purpose. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Yes. Hey, uh, where, where are we going? We're going to this building to see if my friend is there. What, what, uh, what happened? I don't know. Okay. Are you saying you don't know because you don't know or are you saying you don't know because you don't want to say because you do know you know that there was a tunnel collapse i'm pretty sure i said that i i think she more um is referring to like the actual state of him rather than like what actually happened like when when pinecone asked what happened she's more viewing that as like what happened to him Hmm. and she's like i don't know like i know what she knows what happened but not like to him all right well after about Let's face it, five minutes of brisk walking. You come into the warehouse district and you find the large blue building that was spoken of. Uh, Do you knock or do you just barge in? I just have this image of like from inside the establishment and the door opens so fast it almost seems like it like appears open, just slams against <laughs> against the wall on the inside. So the guy who is just sitting next to the door reading a magazine just gets <laughs> flattened against the wall. And then the door swings back and you just hear the as he just like slides down and slumps. <laughs> as you do. Yes, as you do. And um she's just gonna say, Where's Ravnos? To the first person she sees. You hear very weakly. Oh shit. Hey. <laughs> I love how the <laughs> Oh shit. 
Okay. Um, you know what I've noticed in this podcast? We are very mean to doors. <laughs> yes, you guys. Fuck doors. This is like the third time that we have specifically described either breaking or slamming a door open or uh, uh, just shit being all over a door. We are mean to doors. <laughs> the door starts playing and our characters just grimace. Yeah, Jim Morrison's way of the title of this episode, um, Vembo 3, Door Zero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so it's, I'm guessing Bevy can see Ravnos at this point. Yes. Before you is a, well, uh, like, you know, six or seven beds out, like, you know, makeshift cots. You see uh, your standard gray-skinned, tattooed, more scars than you remember, Goliath. Uh, he has a very, what looks like it used to be a trimmed goatee, but now is a full beard. You can see his hair is not kept up like it used to be. It's just kind of disheveled and falling about his shoulders as he attempts to sit up. And you realize why he is having trouble sitting up. It is because his right arm is bandaged and missing. Vevi, like, stands there looking at his missing arm and she just, like, slowly approaches his cot and she, like, kneels down and just wraps her arms around him and hugs him. He takes his left arm and he wraps it around you and he just, like, says, this is, I'm trying to sit up. Could you give me a hand? It's a bit too soon for that joke, mate. <laughs> uh, you know me. Too soon is what I do. Have you been? <laughs> Uh, better than you. Well, Claire, hey, you just yelled at me for the two stone jokes. She's gonna, like, crack her eye smile. He's, he's gonna smile back and, like, seriously, though, I need help getting up. She, she helps him and she sits on the bed next to him. He sits up and he goes, so, what have you been up to? Um. And, um, who's the goat man? Oh, that, that's, that's, um, that's Pinecone. He just kind of gives <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Pinecone! It's finally me and you, and you and me, and, and your, your friend, friend Steve. Steve. <laughs> do 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 Steve. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, well, when you say that's Pinecone, he just nods towards you. Pinecone. Uh, hi, I'm Pinecone. Hey, I can I can like help you. Um, how? Oh, I, I got, like, god magic, man. Fuck, I'll try anything at this point. Why not? I can't... I can't really, like, do anything about you missing an arm, but, like, I can help heal you. And I'm gonna... I'm gonna, like, try to approach him, and then I'm gonna give him the lay on hands. Okay. And how many points are you going to give him? Fifteen. You're, you're maxing yourself out? Oh yeah, yeah. Why not? Wow. I still, right. have, I still, have, I still have cure wounds. So okay. Like, All right. So you, you lay on hand where? <laughs> um, I imagine it's like hella awkward. Like I touch this man right in the middle of his chest. Like here's this stranger fucking touching you. Like, like right between the pecs. Just like everyone's uncomfortable except for Pinecone. He he just kind of like gives that like you know almost confused. Like, you know, what do I do? <laughs> Look to Vevi. She's but... just like, just just roll with it. Alright, um, keep it above the waist there, big man. 
Uh, yeah. Um, so like, uh, Pangong's gonna, yeah, heal him for 15 HP. Hopefully that will help him feel better. Okay. As you do your lay on hands of him, you see that a lot of his cuts, they start to like knit together and they heal up. A lot of his bruises fade. He kind of like flexes his shoulder where his arm would be and goes, oh, I still feel like my arm's there, but it doesn't hurt anymore. So <sighs> thanks. Thanks there, big man. Where'd you learn that trick? Sure, we can uh, use that. From God? Yeah, hard pass. Um, so, yeah, but no, Vevi, but like, yeah, what what have you been up to? Um, I'm pretty sure we're doing some like save the world shit. <laughs> you want to run that one by me again? <laughs> I'm serious. Uh, little O you out to save the world, huh? Little me. Yeah, little you. And he just does like the little monk. Yeah. I will fight you. <laughs> I'll still win. Bullshit. He just got. I'll like... tie. I'll tie one hand behind my back, big guy. Uh. Go ahead. No. No words. Just uh. <laughs> <laughs> he just kind of looks around and he goes, uh, "Look, as as much as I would love to wipe the floor with you, I feel this may not be the best of places. But uh, it's good to see you again. It's all right. It's all right if you're scared. <laughs> it's good to see you too." Uh, you got any plans on heading home anytime soon? You know I can't head home right now. <clears throat> well, I still disagree with you there, but it's your choice. But you say they don't respect me mm, more than you would imagine. Oh, did you see the list? Yeah. Ah, fu- <laughs> what an asshole! Fuck face dad. Fuck that guy. Uh, uh, fuck that guy. I thought he owned the fucking mines too. The way he would throw his body weight around. But listen, I'm. It's good to see you, but now that your your friend here kind of healed me up, I uh, I'm probably gonna head back to the mines. But before I go, I it's good seeing you. And I I want you to have something. And mm-hmm. he kind of like you know like tries to figure out how he's gonna do this. He's like looking at the other side of the bed. He's, ah, fuck it. It just flops himself down. You just see him reach <laughs> next to the bed, right, and hoist <laughs> hoist his arm on the side of the bed and just like lifts himself up. And he holds. A very strange-looking sword out to you. And he goes, I got this um, my first month in the mines, and it's really fucking cool, and I think you might like it. So the sword. It is a sword, but the handguard is extremely strange. The handguard looks like it is the head of a warhammer, and I would like you to roll me an investigation check. Hey, that looks like a hand-and-a-half sword. Okay, um, investigation. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, wonderful. I have a minus one to that. That's cool. You don't need to roll high. 14. 14 is good enough. Uh, you realize that there is a button of sorts inlaid in the handle. What do you do? She pushes the button. As it's soon as she, As soon as you push the button, you see that the handguard slides up the blade of the sword. To Hell make this yeah. a versatile weapon, it is a longsword, and it is also a warhammer. Fuck yes. Uh, I know exactly what you're talking about, because I saw something like that, but it was an axe. Yep, which is why a while back I asked you, axe or hammer? Oh my god, that's so cool. Hell so, yeah, like, Bevy's gonna, like, beam, and she like she's gonna, like, look at the sword, and then look at Ravnos, and then she's gonna, like, give him another hug. 
he just he hugs you again and goes, "Yep, those dwarves don't got shit on Goliath craftsmanship, do they?" I'm kidding. The dwarves make the shit. I guess. Uh, I guess. Uh, I mean, I hope this didn't cost you an arm and a leg. Ah, uh, you're funny. <laughs> she like gently punches his arm. His good arm. Okay. No, his bad arm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he is right-handed, so... If, I don't know. Whenever I punch somebody, I'm, I'm usually going for their dominant. I don't know. Even in a playful manner. But yeah, so Vevi, you have a new weapon. Uh, it will have longsword stats, longsword stats, if it is a longsword, and it will have warhammer stats if it is a warhammer. It is a one-handed weapon. Cool. cool. Um, Jinx. <laughs> you owe me a kidney. Uh, oh my. Damn it, not again. <laughs> I've only got oh one God. left. I've only got one <laughs> don't, left. <laughs> don't worry, I got one out in the freezer, you're good. Ah, uh, thanks. <laughs> thanks, fam. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I don't think she would have, like, anything else to say besides, like, just bullshit banter like they usually do. Yeah, I, I would imagine that Vevi just kind of, like, sits down and, and um, Reyna, uh, Ravnos would probably ask Pinecone, like, you know, a shit ton of questions because he's never seen, like, a goat man before. Oh, yes. Fire away. Fire away. Well, no, I can't think of any offhand. I was ju- I was just saying he probably, like, include you in the conversation and maybe, like, learn a little about you. Oh, yeah. Hi, I'm Pinecone. I'm apparently 2,000-something years old, and, um... I don't really remember that, but uh, that's a story for a different time. Uh, I like lo- long walks on uh, <laughs> the road. Um, the road is nice. Uh, like the forest. I really like trees. Trees are pretty cool. Um, <laughs> and on and on and on. <laughs> so do, do me a favor. If you could lay this over top of you just rambling like that, Ravnos just like leans over to Vevi. He doesn't shut up, does he? No, I didn't even realize he was talking. I've gotten really good at, like, blocking it out. That's a good skill to have. <laughs> He's nice, though. Seems it. A little, uh, a little weird. <laughs> a little dense. But, you know, whatever. Okay. <laughs> Alright, well, after that, I'm... I'm not gonna do that, but, uh, yeah. So, how long are you guys going to stay and visit Ravnos? Um, I think after seeing that Ravnos is, like, more or less okay, um, she would feel better, um, and, uh, probably head back to drink have more heavily, unless Pinecone wants to do anything else. No, I really don't have anything to do. Okay. So we'll say that you were there for about, say, two hours. No, that seems fair. Okay. Yes. Hey guys, welcome back. You know, it's reaching springtime here in Texas, and that means days that go from 80 degrees to 40 degrees all day. And that's okay. You get to wear your cool, comfy sweater in the morning, and then you get to show off a rockin' t-shirt in the afternoon. Welcome to Texas. Sorry. Welcome to the mid-roll. <laughs> First off, I'd like to thank Lilith, Trax, and Addie for being $10 tier patrons. Thank you so much. Hey guys, I'm working on a review project uh, that will take place as our ad reel. So, if you guys would leave a review anywhere, screenshot it, send it to us over at freeactioncry at gmail.com, or post it in our Discord, anywhere really. That would be ever so helpful of you. And you might hear your review 
live on all of our ad reels. So, that's really cool. A shout out to Huey'sDice.com, still making them jumbo Pokemon dice for about $100. They're absolutely wonderful, and if you use code FREEACTIONCRY at checkout, you'll get 10% off your order, and it'll help him and us out. If you enjoy what you hear, if you love what we're doing here, maybe go support us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash FREEACTIONCRY. We post aftercare episodes to each episode, which is our general stream of consciousness, like Talking Dead style show? And that's a lot of fun. And occasionally we post, like, bonus games. So if you want to get in on that, check us out, patreon.com slash reactioncry. Thank you guys so much for the journey we've been on. I just realized that we've been doing this for nine months, and that's absolutely wonderful. Thank you guys, and hey. Thanks for listening. So we'll say that you've been gone for roughly two and a half hours, because I would imagine that you wouldn't walk with as much purpose back to the bar as you would have been walking away from the bar. No, she like, she might even seem like a little sad walking back to the bar. Like not like overly sad, just like reflective. Yeah. Hey, uh, are you okay? Um, yes and no, I guess. I don't know. Oh, uh, do you want to, like, talk about it? Or do you want to, like, drink about it? Oh, we got paid, by the way. Uh, so, I guess... Oh, and, uh, uh, uh the blind lady, she's buying drinks tonight. <laughs> yeah, how did, how did you guys, uh, manage that? I, I asked nicely. Sure, okay. Um... <laughs> And not the not the ass nicely that you do when you just threaten to like kill them or whatever. Like I, I just said, hey, you should do this, and she was like, okay. It's like what? Oh, really? Okay. I can ask nicely. Um, <laughs> is is that a joke? Are are you joking? No. I've, I can ask I've never nicely. Seen you ask nicely for anything. I thought it was like. Like, mean and angry, like, all the time. Or drinking. That's it. She just, like, pauses and, like, tries to think long and hard about the last time. Oh my god, oh my, oh my god. Uh, so, you know when a little kid, like, like, says something mean to you? You you know they're not, like, trying to be mean to you. They are generally, like, stating the truth. Like, if a little kid calls you ugly, you know you are ugly. <laughs> Yeah. If dumbass pinecone tells you you have anger issues, you might stop and be like, oh man. <laughs> Meanwhile, that door lays like half fucked up still in the blue the blue building to prove that exact point. And uh, after pinecone says that, Vevi just kind of like just pauses and just thinks and she just she frowns and starts walking back to the bar more quietly. I'm so happy we had a Vevi moment. During this episode. <laughs> I feel like you just fucked it up, though. No, that was great. <sighs> Alright, so Vargan, while they have been gone and you have been drinking, what have you been doing? Don't you think <laughs> Have you been drinking with Halston, or have you been, like, getting rowdy? Or what, what, what was Vargan's drinking experience like with Halston? Um, to be honest, Vargan probably realized uh, a much too late after, you know, drinking with Fevy and how Vevi drinks. Var Vargan probably didn't realize how uh, alcoholic the uh, 
the uh, drink that he was drinking was. His he's probably passed out, <laughs> like face first on the table. Okay. Well then, we'll do this. Um, Pinecone and Vevy, you walk into the bar. Uh, at this point, it's probably closer to probably dinner time at this point because this is the same day that you went to the cave, saw the Warforged Mike and the dude and Seamus. So it's close yeah. to like dinner time at this point. Is that Vargan like drooling on the table? Um, Vevy's gonna walk over to Vargan and like lift him to try to like both look at him and try to have him look at her. Hello. Vargan, I have a question. Hmm. Am I mean? Not especially. He like pauses again <laughs> and she looks at Pinecone and back to Vargan. <laughs> Are you sure? Are you sure I'm not mean? I mean, you're not mean to me. I mean, I've... Uh, I guess you have... Like, you can be a bit aggressive on occasion, but you've never really been mean to me. And just just to paint a picture, this is literally as she's gripping the front of his shirt, like, like <laughs> hoisting him up. <laughs> the bad part about it is, Bargan's just like, like kind of basically just like dead bodying it. Just like loose body, just like like letting you hold him up, just just just, just, just dangling like a wet rag, kind of yeah. <laughs> it's like cool. I don't have to hold myself up. Dope. <laughs> okay, so like this this is almost reminiscent to, and I I forget what this was from, but it, it was like a really tall character like scary what do you mean scary and just like picks up a small child lifts him up am i scary <laughs> yeah literally i forget what that was from <laughs> i don't know but yeah like bevy just like is holding him like uh Aww. like face face to not shut up she uh like face to face and she's just like are you sure i'm not mean and she's like gently shaking him a little bit while she's asking this <laughs> <laughs> I've already told you, you're not mean to me, I, and that's really the only part that I care about. So, like, I don't think you're mean, but, I don't know, some people are a little more sensitive. So at this point, Hallison, who you also see has a few empty glasses in front of her, just kind of like looks over to the scene and just goes, Well, <clears throat> in my opinion, I'm a bitch, but you're just bitchy at times. <laughs> Excuse me. Yes. <laughs> oh my um, god. Bevy's gonna like start to put Vargan down. Does he like hold himself up? Yes ish. Yes ish. Yes ish. I would I would kind of imagine that he would do the, the drunkish just like you know, slouch down in the chair. Precisely. Like he kinda like like falls back down to the chair and like you know that like uh, this is going to sound really bad, but like as a dumpy fat kid, I get to say this. You know that like dumpy fat kid position where like the legs are <laughs> yeah. out in front of him and they're just kind of sitting there, their bellies all hanging out and they're just like, ugh, kind of like looking like a lump. Yeah. That's what Vargan's doing in this chair as he's like trying to like adjust his eyes a little bit. Oh my gosh. Okay. Bevy's going to look at Pinecone and, and be like, you know what? I'm going to be nice and I'm going to ask for something nicely. Oh, oh, okay. Um, the laugh was not in character. Go for it. <laughs> Hold on, keep this straight. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Sorry. Okay. 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 
She's gonna go to the bar. Okay. Um, Steven's there, right? Yeah, Steven is there. He's uh, just like the Steven is there as well as Boar, who is behind the bar, who is gnawing on a bone, and Steven's just like you know doing the like you know crouching down like who's a good boy, who's a good boy. All right. Um, that fucking tracks. All right, don't shh, don't t- don't say anything, because I rolled for my charisma for this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Baby's gonna walk up to the bar, um, and go to Steven, and she's gonna be like, "Steven, mm, oh, come, I... come here." Oh, okay, <laughs> you're okay. Give me a nail. Give me a nail. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> you okay? Right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> he just like reaches back. Just, that's weird. <laughs> just like pours a pint of ale and just puts it in front of you, and he goes, "You okay?" That that yes, that is a nail. Great. She takes the ale, and then she looks at Pinecone, like, did I do good? Uh, he is, uh, smiling and giving her a <laughs> thumbs up. <laughs> yeah. Zavi, roll me a perception check at disadvantage, please. Uh, a thir- uh... 31. <laughs> no, it's not a 31. I was lazy, hold on. You said perception? Yeah, it's a 13. 13? Okay, you don't notice this, but Pinecone, since you're facing the correct direction, you see that Steven just kind of like turns around, picks up a piece of chalk, and makes another mark on his weird shit I've seen board. (laughs) Bevy's just gonna go sit next to Varkin and be like, I asked for something nicely. (laughs) Oh, oh, I gotta go up to Steven. Uh, 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 Steven... I, I have something to add to the. To, I have something to add to the board. Okay, what do you got for me? <laughs> I saw, I saw a metal man fused with a mushroom. As soon as you get the words "metal man" out, you feel something hit the side of your head. <laughs> oh, or rather, oh, or rather, probably with the projector, with, with the angle of it, like the back of your head. Oh, what what is what is struck me? How could you done this? Okay, I'm assuming you turn around, you just see House and just give the <laughs> face. <laughs> oh, apparently I'm not I'm not allowed to tell you. Okay. I'll I'll tell you later. And you just see House and just kinda like try to like stand up and just plop plop back down a little drunkenly. Just go, eh, fucking not worth it. Hey, cat, pine, 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 come over here. Come on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, are you okay? <laughs> I've had a few. Uh, okay. I had a few what? A few drinks. <laughs> oh. I, sh- I should mention I rolled a constitution for her uh, when Vargan rolled her, uh, rolled his, and I rolled lower. <laughs> she got a three. So she got just as drunk as Vargan did. <laughs> Uh, Steven, can I, can I have something to drink? Mm, yeah, sure. What's your feeling? Uh, something strong. Give him the thing you gave me. Something stronger. You just, you want, oh, God. You want something stronger than elven wine? Yes. Okay. He walks. There is, there is a door. He back in a hazmat suit. <laughs> there is a door <laughs> behind the bar. He walks in the door. You hear uh, footsteps going downstairs, right? And then you can hear 
footsteps <laughs> coming back upstairs about two minutes later. He is holding a tiny shot glass. Man just hits me in the head with a hammer and says, that shouldn't do ya. <laughs> no. He is holding a tiny shot glass of a dark reddish liquid. Um, if you were to like hold it up to light, you would be able to see through it. It is translucent. It is not blood. All right. But he brings it over and he sets it down and he goes, so uh, he just kind of like looks around. Right. And he does the little come here motion. I come. <laughs> Giggity. He, he just goes, so I've got a friend who makes this stuff. He calls it the Phoenix. I've heard just don't ask what's in it. There you go. What, I'm going to sniff it. What does it smell like? It smells like it will burn going down. What does that smell like? <laughs> what does it smell like? Um. So the best way I can describe it is concentrated alcohol and cinnamon. <gasps> yeah, Pankin drinks it. Okay. Hey. I, I'm going to tell you that Did I have... Just give me Fireball? No, I have a friend who... Uh, makes his own moonshine, and he has made ghost chili pepper moonshine. Okay. Oh, oh God. As somebody who loves spicy food, it was amazing, but oh my God, it must have been 180 proof. <laughs> well, yeah, it was moonshine. Yes, it was ridiculously strong. <laughs> like, I took one sip of this stuff, and I felt like I was ready for dental surgery. Damn. But yes, so uh, roll me a constitution check at disadvantage. Oh, okay. Oh, God, I got a six. <laughs> you are just as drunk as the rest of them. So it looks like, unless Vevi decides that she wants to get completely shit-faced, she is the um, the sober mom tonight. Yeah, unfortunately. What a fucking turn of events. I know. What a weird episode. Vevi has a, Vevi has a character-building moment. Vevi is the sober one. But I'm going to assume it. Wait, Vevi, you should you should try this. It was really good. <laughs> uh, I'm all right. I gotta get you and Varga into bed at some point. So look at him. He <laughs> he was uh he was asleep on the table. Like like bed is all around us, man. We're not sleeping at the tables. You let me sleep at the table that one night. Well, I mean that's you. So, fair. <laughs> I figured you would enjoy it anyway, and that mug looked comfortable on your horn. So, oh man, I missed that mug. Can we go back for that mug? How did I know you were going to say I missed that mug? Can we go back <laughs> for it? Where was um, was that the uh, the horse? The um golden uh, pony. I the golden golden pony. I, I the player know that. Oh, okay. Sorry. It's hard to play Pinecone drunk because I just have to be, like, even more stupid than I already am. And that is hard to do. <laughs> Wait, even more stupid than Pinecone is or more stupid than you, the player, is? I'm kidding. I love you. Both. <laughs> Option C. Alrighty. So I'm going to assume that you are all going to eat, drink, and be merry for the night. But yes. all things considered... uh. You're probably going to need to get to bed somehow. So how is that going to work? Just for my own curiosity. Um, Pinecone's gonna, if unsupervised, is gonna follow Helsin up up to bed. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. 
Not for anything like sinister oh, or no, I, sexual. I kind of assumed so. Going to sleep on their floor. But here, here's what happens. <laughs> so after after it starts to get dark, we'll say it's about like you know nine thirty, ten o'clock. Houston just go. All right. Well, <clears throat> good night, fuckers. We'll figure more shit out in the morning. And she stands up. She hobbles up the stairs and proceeds to go to bed, not realizing that Pinecone is behind her. And when she gets to her room, Pinecone, roll me a dexterity save, because she's going to slam the door behind her, not realizing that you are there. Oh, I got a 10. You got a 10? <laughs> so you manage to stop right as the door like slams and your nose is about maybe an inch or two from it. <laughs> Do you say anything? Oh, um, we always do. We always share a room. Uh, good night. What? Huh? <laughs> uh, yeah. I thought we had to share a room. No, you, you got you. You have your own rooms. Oh, I have a room. Yeah. What? Didn't you sleep there last night? Where did you sleep last night? Oh, uh, with them. Yeah. Go, go there. Oh. Okay. Good night. Good night. <laughs> and you just hear a <laughs> as, as you assume she plops into her bed. <laughs> Not really. Well, yeah, probably a bed because even though she is an elf, I would assume that she would have a bed for meditative purposes. Oh man, it's hard to describe like passing out drunk as an elf. Yeah, how would you do yeah. that? <laughs> no, you would just <laughs> meditate drunkly. <laughs> For half as much time. I, I, if you got so drunk as an elf and, like, couldn't concentrate to meditate, then, like, you just can't sleep, right? I, I would imagine that an elf being hung over is just a sleep-deprived elf. Oh, yeah, because they, like, can't, they obviously can't concentrate to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. We're gonna have to talk about this for the aftercare. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, We'll have so, theories. Follow us on Patreon to hear about that. <laughs> Pinecone, for the first time since the campaign started, I guess is going to go to his own room and go to bed. Okay. Oh wow. my god, that sounded so weird. That's like a sentence I don't think I'd ever hear. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, we're, we have separate rooms? You have to add that to the last time on uh, Free Action Cry. Pinecone slept in a bed in a room. <laughs> yeah, alone. <laughs> Alrighty. Separation anxiety going high in the morning. Alrighty. So, Vargan, how are you going to attempt to go into bed? Um, to be honest, I wasn't. You wasn't? Then no, I was like. Alright, well, then that being said, Vevi, what are you going to do? Are you going to just leave him on the table or are you going to help him up into bed? No, she would help him up into bed. Okay. Uh, Romeo Strength. That's why we homies, yo. <laughs> Roll you a what? Roll me a strength check. I just want to see if you drop him down the stairs accidentally. Can we not? All right, <laughs> whatever. Um, fourteen total. Yeah. That's that that that's enough to get him up. I was like ninety percent mm. confident that you would be able to carry him up. However, as you are, as you like grab Vargan and like you know kind of, I'm assuming just like you'll know, hoist his arm over your shoulders to kind of like you'll know, help him walk. No 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 no. No, she's bridal carrying him. Like Princess Carrie. Like That's a wee adorable. babe. Like a wee babe. That makes this even better. So as as you like you know, hoist him up, 
Steven just kind of just, hey, um, come here for a second. She and goes over a little bit annoyed, but walks over. He just, he holds out uh, another key and he goes, um, so what I gave your goat friend, uh, it can get reactive of sorts. You're probably going to want to sleep in a separate room. So here, uh, this one's on me. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Thanks. No problem. You kids have fun. He says it in a joking tone. <laughs> Hold on. Did you hear what she said? Yeah. She said thanks. <laughs> yeah. Nicely. Yay. Uh, Pinecone's passed out in this room. Pinecone is passed out. In I'm this just room. saying. I'm just saying. Right. You, you as Ashley are getting very defensive about this. Pinecone is asleep in his room. <laughs> and I was watching TikToks. Did not hear it. Alright, whatever, it's fine. Alright, yeah, so Bevy will just, like, bring Vargan to the room and go to bed. Okay. Yeah. She would, she would like, take his boots off and shit. Like, Aww. You know. That's very nice of you. So, you all sleep through the night. Um, just really quick, if everybody could just roll me a con save for your hangovers. Except for Vevi, you won't need that. I was about to say, I don't think I need it. Because she was, she was being, she was like sad boy hours being responsible. Okay. 18. 18, very nice. Pinecone. I got an, an 11. You got an 11. Alright, well, Fargan, you wake up, you're, you're refreshed, you know, you, you have a, a tiny little bit of a headache and you could probably drink some water, you know. That might hit the spot right about now. Vevi, you slept fucking great. Uh, Pinecone, on the other hand, you wake up, you are bleary-eyed, your your head is pounding, you look around the room, and you see something that is kind of familiar, and also a little unsettling that it is in your room. You see a figure sitting in a chair next to the window. Uh, this is a gray humanoid figure that Last you remember, you saw last night on a rooftop, and it looks at you and he goes, We have a question about our brother. Do you have a moment? Hey, are you my dad? 